Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. start off by saying welcome to the fucking show whoa hey now <laughs> watch your mouth over there Ugh, i'm so. excited because i do actually want to have like a nuanced conversation about this i mean first of all if you're listening to this podcast and it is not the first time you've listened to if this is not the first episode you've listened to you know that we do cuss in the podcast yes and it is labeled explicit on itunes so you should know right and some people listen to these in their car with their children that's a oh. bad idea. <laughs> That's a really bad idea. Unless, of course, your kids are cool. In which case, you're a cool mom <laughs> and we like you. We wanted to have this conversation because, again, if you guys are obviously listening to this podcast, this is not the first episode you've ever listened to. You are probably cool with cussing. Um, otherwise, I don't know why you're listening. But, you know, we wanted to bring this up because Danny and I, obviously, both of us have been in this internet space game for, you know, about 10 years now. And as a personal brand, it is a conscious choice to have to decide, will I cuss in my content, yes or no. Mm -hmm. Uh, And both of us, and I'm not, I mean, you can speak to maybe some of the feedback that you've gotten, but I've gotten a lot of content uh, feedback over the years. And a lot of times it's well-meaning, you know, I really, it's usually someone who likes my content, but is just distracted by the swear words. So here are some examples of some of the messages that I will get. I love your content, but why do you have to use F-bombs? Why though? This person's really upset. You're so smart, but using swears takes away from how intelligent you come off. It cheapens your message. You can get your point across without being crass. That was one of my favorites. I don't understand the need. You could just as easily not use them. True or not true. You cannot just as easily not use them. <laughs> so did you have a moment where you decided that you were going to use cuss words 100%. in your content? 100%. When was that? <clears throat> so I started the Sweaty Betties in 2011 with a business partner of mine. And jokingly, we were like, you, you were thinking of business name and then a, like a tagline. And we're like, Sweaty Betties, get in shape. Sweaty Betties, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then we just said, Sweaty Betties, don't be a bitch. And we just started cracking up and we're like, that should be it. It should be, don't be a bitch. And then it was, okay, so this is 2011. And this was when I was in fitness modeling and it was a very shiny image of like what fitness models should do be. Um, Jamie Eason was like the poster child with like short little hair. And we've had her on the podcast, you guys. She's like so perfect and and like Southern. It's so and sweet. And that's not even a, that's not a fake. No. Not fake. It's 100% wholesome, yes. real, true, honest, wholesomeness. Wholesome, such a good word. And I was like, should we, should we say it? Should we not? And I remember having this conversation with um, my partner going, oh my gosh, but what if people don't like it? And so we just decided we're going to go for it. And I remember being terrified of, of it and people loved it. And I even put out a post. I was like, would you buy a shirt that said on it, don't be a bitch. And people were like, yeah. So we started selling, I mean, we had no plan yet to monetize our, our brand. We started selling shirts like crazy. And on the back of them, they all said, don't be a bitch. 
And I will say that I, and I'd finished my emails with like, don't be a bitch at the bottom. And I had multiple people respond. They were like, I listened to you, but you don't need to cuss. I'm unsubscribing. And, and I'm like, okay, I give away tons of free content. I give away workouts. I give away so much, but if just one word bothers you and you have to unsubscribe, then I'm sorry, going to have to lose you. But it was a very conscious choice. It was terrifying, but once we did it, it was so liberating because it drew a line in the sand when it came down to people like fans loving or hating you. Like there is a line of people like they love it or they hate it, but there was no in between. You had to decide if like, that's your that's your flavor or not your flavor. And I felt like it helped grow and boost the brand to be what it was versus had we just been the vanilla cupcake to blonde girls doing fitness, there's a bunch of that. There was like the tone it up girls at the time and they still are there. But I was like, we're not the tone it up girls. We're like the bratty ones, I guess. And so it was a conscious choice, but it has come with some consequences of losing people. But on the flip side, I think it's also, I've had people, and I know you have too, who in your DMs or even in comments say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you cuss because you make me feel more normal or I do too, or that's what made you seem more real to me. Oh, so totally. yeah, it's so good. And I remember that, like I didn't really, at that time, I didn't know you super well. I knew you because you had worked a little bit with Jade, but I remember just thinking that it was different when I first saw it. And for me at that point, I had not made the conscious decision to cuss in my content. And I was blogging at Jill Fit for years. Um, and I don't remember, I don't actually remember when I like changed over and like had a like really, I don't remember like what year it was. It just seemed like a natural progression because I was getting more and more honest in my writing. Not that I was in the early days, but you know, you had things that you held back a little bit and you still felt like you were kind of coming out of this, like it, everything needs to be perfect to be shown on the internet. And we, you know, guys, this is like 2010, 2011, 2012, like there wasn't the kind of vulnerability online that there is now, you know, there was very much, uh, a way that if there was a path of success that you were supposed to follow. And at that point also, there just wasn't as many people doing what we do. Um, and I don't know when it was like a conscious choice, but I do remember having several people, especially, um, one moment I remember this is maybe in 2014, 2015, I hosted an event and I was actually talking about, or someone had asked this question, this is my own event. It was a business event. And someone had asked a question like, is it okay to cuss? And you know, at that point I was cussing, especially in my like speaking gigs. I just would tell them like, Hey, and my webinars, like, Hey, I would actually put it on the slide. Like one of the very first slides of my thing. I was like, just so you know, there's going to be cussing. So if that's not for you, I just want you to know that ahead of time, LOL, whatever. If you do have kids, you know, and you don't want them to hear these words, you know, maybe you turn it down or turn it off or do, but I just want to give people a, um, a heads up. So first someone asked me and I was very honest and I said, look, you know, if it's not your personality, don't start cussing as a tactic. Like that's not the mm -hmm. whole point. The point's not like you're not cooler if you cuss. And I think that some people think like, what, you think you're cool because you cuss? And it's like, no, it's actually not about that at all. It's 100% about being authentic. And um, I had someone else speaking at the event after me and she came up and she was talking about branding or something and she was very against, she was, had very like Christian values and was very against cussing. And she said that she doesn't do it because she wants to feel comfortable with like her grandma seeing her posts and not offending her grandma. And I thought the exact opposite. I was like, let's offend grandma. <laughs> You're you like, know what I mean? Like in a way, and I yeah. think this is maybe even a conversation outside of just, you might be listening to this and you might be like, well, I'm not in all my business. I don't, I'm not writing content on the internet. 
But like, okay, at what point do you start cussing in front of your parents mm -hmm. if that's you? And that's only been me in the last couple of years where I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off and like, let's just see what happens. What are they going to disown me? Because I said fuck one time. Like if they do, then like, I'm sorry, but you know, then I'm willing to suffer those consequences. <laughs> yeah, Luckily, yeah. obviously they didn't. But I, now I can be, I feel a lot closer to them because I can really be myself. And so even if you're listening to this new drama business, should you let the people in your life see the real you? If you cuss normally in your day-to-day -day life, is it okay to like say it in front of grandma one time and like let her see the real you? I mean, I think it is. And I feel like the people close to you deserve that. I, I think it is about being authentic to yourself. So... I've seen people who cuss for the sake of cussing. So I know when Gary Vee started coming out and he was just like, F this, F that. Sometimes F that. this was distracting. Yes, it was like too much. Almost forced, yeah. Yeah, and I felt like some people started to do that where they were just like, blah, uh, and Andy, Andy Frisella, he's just like, okay, you're saying it just to be saying it. Like it's a descriptor on every other word. I feel like when I use it, I know when you use it, I don't feel like it's a, like we're trying to just be harsh or be aggressive with it. No. It just happens to be coming out of uh, my mouth. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> out it. of a sentence that needs that, you know, way to describe whatever we're talking about. And I don't think there are words that fill in that word. I think it's hard. If I say frick or freak, it's not the same, y'all. It's not yep. the fucking same. Um, but on that, on the note of being authentic, you know, I had Cassie Ho on the podcast. She does not swear in her videos. She doesn't swear at all. She has a younger audience, but she also doesn't swear in real life. She is like, and same with Jamie Easton. Like they're just truly those wholesome people. They just don't. That's not their thing. But I, I struggle when I've seen people with their social media and they have this wholesome persona and I meet them in real life and they're like a cursing sailor or they're just a shit talker. And I'm going, huh, like you don't, I didn't know like this side of you. And so for me, it is just about, I want to be, when people meet me in person, they're like, oh, this is exactly how I thought she would be. This is how she talks in real life. She's not putting on a fake show for the podcast or for online like this is how this is how I talk yep. and it's it to me it's just their words and it's not I just choose not to be offended by them right <laughs> and no and I that's actually what I was going to say is like you know I do take issue with the assumption that they are crass like mm -hmm. when someone's like they're so crass or like you know, whatever I have, you know, we have a good friend of ours, Nagar Fanundi, and she's cussed in front of her son since he was born. And she just talked to him about it. Like, Hey, just so you know, you, if you say this to your teacher, you're going to probably go to the principal's office. Like, just so you know, like, you know, if you want to say it at home or whatever, but just so you know, like people won't like this out in public. So just so you like very aware, sure. you know, so I just take issue with the idea that it's a universal truth that cussing is crass. Like the idea that there's some moral value assigned to it, to yeah. me, it seems odd only because it's a word. Like you said, it's literally just letters combined into a certain, uh, like into a certain word to make it. And someone just says, well, you're not supposed to say that. Like, Jesus Christ or God damn it. And my whole thing is like, if that is yours, that's okay. If you do find it crass, we're not judging it. And I think it's okay. But also I, the idea that everyone needs to conform, look, this is the internet, right? Like there's going to be, there's everything you could possibly imagine on the internet. So the idea that you should, or even could police everyone on the internet to make sure that they're following the rules that you think are the, the rule. And this goes across board, not just with swears, by the way. Yeah. 
the idea that you can or that you should spend your time policing other people's content and letting them know that you think it's crass, like, I don't know, ask if you really want to be spending your time doing that or just unfollow, Yeah, you know, or unfollow or stop listening to the podcast or whatever. But I have a seriously hard time with people putting a moral value on it and expecting everyone else to fall in line as if it's the truth. I always had such a hard time with someone who could appreciate all of the content and say like, everything yep. you give is this, this, but now I have to unfollow you because of one thing. And I'm like, well, I guess we weren't that tight to begin with. It's almost <laughs> like if you're married and your spouse like doesn't put dishes in the dishwasher and you're like, well, you've provided for me. We've had four kids. We have this beautiful life and home. We love each other, but you can't do that. So I got to go. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like the one li- small thing. Um, and you always have the best analogies. I- I've heard, sure. um, I've heard different people uh, have reasons for for doing it or not. So Chris Record, he's a friend of Jill and I, and uh, I was having a conversation with him about it. And he says he he swears off and on, but not a ton in person. So I don't feel like it's not authentic to him, but he says he chooses not to swear in his content because he doesn't want to turn anybody away. He's like, what's the point? He's like, why would I choose to alienate people when I don't have to? And I get that. I'm like, sure. But at the same time, I think that again, uh, with drawing a line in the sand, I think that it will alienate some people and it will make other people like you um, more. But my mom, she used to say to me, Danielle, you are not going to be successful if you talk like that. You can't be a motivational speaker or a speaker if you talk like that. Now, I went to Brendan Burchard's World's Greatest Speaker Training and Marie Forleo came out as a guest and she's massive, massive following and very successful, was on Oprah. And she said, fuck on stage. And I was so thrilled to hear that. I was like, see mom, you could be successful and still say fuck on stage. (laughs) And Tony Robbins, I mean, he does all the time. There's so many people who are very successful, very successful speakers who also swear. And it's not that they are successful because they swear, but it's in spite of it. And so it's just showing that you can have success in spite of that. Well, even some people would say, you know, um, I really liked your content and then I saw that you cuss and now I'm like totally on board. So Mm -hmm. yes, while it's, it could be a drawback, it also could be a benefit. So it's like, instead of trying to appease all the people, appease the right people, you know, and one of the things that I always think about is when people tell me, you know, or say to say me, it achievements your message, or you can get across without it, or, you know, it makes you sound dumb or whatever. It's like, they assume that I don't, haven't taken all of this into account, you know, like, and we had, we did an episode on like how to share online and like, what's too much and, you know, can you be too accessible and all this kind of stuff. And like, at the end of the day, if you know it about Danny and I, it's because we strategically wanted it to be out there. So like the idea that I'm just like by accident cussing, not knowing what repercussions there'll be, you know, like, I think that's one of the things too, is like, if it's online, it's by on purpose. It's strategic. There's actually a reason behind it. Everything that we do has a reason behind it. And so I, I, I do, but at the same time, if you're sitting here and you're listening to this and you're going, well, I still don't think it's, you know, appropriate and I still take offense to it, then that's 100% fine. And I just, you know, I want you to feel like you can do whatever you want. And then we won't want to feel like we can do whatever we want too. And I would rather be around people who, um, just in judge in general, you know? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, sometimes I get caught up in judgment, but that's something I always try and check myself on is like, if I'm judging someone and, you know, when someone says, I like your message, but if you could do this differently, that'd be great. It's like, okay, but 
this is my, this is my platform. Like start a, a Facebook group called like never cuss again, you know, and like make a support. I don't know fucking do, you know, like that's my whole point. It's like, do something of your own, like start a movement with that. that that'd be great. And those people can go there. It's awesome. The happy language podcast where we only talk <laughs> about happy things. I have had people say, I love your content, I, but I can't, I know I, ha- I can't listen to it in front of my kids. And I think that's, you know, if you're bringing up your kids, you don't want to expose them to that. Obviously, Danny and I, you know, we don't have little ones. So, you know, we're never going to tell you what you should and shouldn't do. So, you know, honor that. Yeah. Or, you know, start them young like Nagar did. Just start <laughs> swearing at them. going to slow the roll here real quick to talk about No Issue. Noissue.co has sponsored this episode of the Best Life Podcast. Y'all, No Issue is so cool. They have custom sustainable packaging. Um, these are really amazing, like custom tissue papers, stickers, tapes, um, inks, and designs that you can really make yourself as a business or brand stand out. I know for me, when I um, run my masterminds, I like to buy my participants like little gifts, send them books here and there. And I wish I had these for (laughs) a while ago, but just ways to make, you know, people feel extra special. So I could put like my little logo designs on them. I could make them really pretty, really fun and ship them out. Cause you know, just the details feel really, really good. Now, if you're hosting events or if you're maybe even doing baby shower weddings, I feel like there's so many ideas I have just going to this website. Website. So many colors. And I also love that the the company is really committed to being sustainable. All of their packaging is compostable, recycled, or reusable. And so you're able to really feel good knowing that what you're making isn't just adding to the problem of landfill and garbage. So we love No Issue. We appreciate them. Of course, if you use them, check them out. Use our code, The Best Life, when you check out. We always save you some cash. And we'll see you back in the episode. No, and I think too, there is a difference between it. I think when it comes to swear words, um, context matters. Totally. So, um, you know, I rare, like I'll use fucking as like a adjective. Yeah. Right. But if I'm like, I'm not going to say like, you're such a fucking asshole. Like I don't, there's just like an aggressiveness and ways that you can use words that are completely, that feel harder than like how I feel like I use them. And so I feel like I use them in a non-aggressive way. (laughs) Um, But either way, ultimately it is down to- It also has to match the personality though. You can tell when someone's like forcing it and you're like, whether you're not, like you could tell if if it's real. I don't know. I think there's just, there's so much when it comes to language that we, like you said, you can't, no, nobody wants to be around the language police. Um, same thing with, you know, like alcohol or something. It's like, well, I, I would listen to you, but I saw you drinking. It's like, okay, cool. I mean, we're all going to have things that maybe we do in our personal lives that you don't approve of. And then you get to decide Are maybe you listen to us, but you don't hang out with us. I mean, we're not inviting you to like sit at dinner with us if you don't want to hear us talk. (laughs) I mean, it really is ultimately up to you and what you allow. And something Jill and I always say is like, if we've had people unfollow us because they said, well, your stuff is triggering me right now. I'm like, cool. 
unfollow. Like that's good for you. If you need to unfollow because something we do is triggering or upsetting, then by all means unfollow or unsubscribe or do whatever that is. Um, Or just be very aware of knowing like what bothers you and maybe dig into that. Why does this bother me so much? Why do I think it's so offensive? Why do I think Mm -hmm. it's this way? Have you had something like that? Like, obviously it's not cussing, but have you had something that like when you see it on the internet, you do feel offended a little bit or it triggers you in some way? The only thing that triggers me is when I see people posting really personal stuff that's like cringy. So like this woman posted about her ex. Um, She was like, you guys know about me and whatever her husband's name was. And I found texts with him and his mistress. And I was like, whoa, like this doesn't be online. That's the only kind of stuff where I'm like, but I still wouldn't message her and be like, yo, take that down. Well, if she was my best friend, maybe. But when people put way too personal, like at, when it when it's bringing in someone else, I'm like, that doesn't need to be out there. You don't mm-hmm. need to like shit talking on the internet about other people. Yeah. But... I can't think of anything that's like offensive online that I would well, because be. this is obviously a larger conversation around like can you be really offended by a word or could you choose to just diffuse yeah the offense I mean even stuff that I don't agree with like let's say it's political posts that I don't agree with or just an opinion that I don't agree with I just scroll past it I just scroll by I'm like okay well they're opinionated nice you know click through I don't like stop my day and then like type in, you know, my argument. I just, I just don't feel need to have an argument on the internet. Um, Maybe early on, you know, I'd have people, I remember early on sweaty Betty's again, there was a guy who was really testing me and my partner on like the science of stuff, you know, diet stuff. And he was like, this isn't based in science or whatever. And I was really triggered. Um, and I felt like I needed to respond and I finally let it go. But I think just, I don't know, there's just something easy about not letting it get to you, you know? Don't know. I know. I think that's great. And I love your point about like, if something is getting to you that someone else is doing to examine it, that's what I try and do. And I'm always, I'm not always successful, but you know, sometimes I will question like, why the fuck do I care? Like I'll, I'll vent about it and be like, and go off. And then I'll be like, but actually, why do I give a shit? Yeah. Like, why do I actually care? Yeah. You know, like that woman, and this is a whole other episode, I guess, like recently posted on my, like it was a shot in my body and she's put yuck. Oh yeah. And it was someone who like had seen it through the explore tab on Instagram. So she actually wasn't a follower. So I didn't, I was like, is this, I was like, if you're following me, like, you know what you're going to get here. I'm always talking about like getting swollen, getting jacked and like whatever. So I'm like, this is odd. So I saw that she wasn't following. I was like, oh, she must've stumbled across my page. So I just put like question mark, question mark, question mark. And then she was like, it's just in my opinion, too masculine, this and that. Like, and it was just like a odd, like, and I was like, oh, I like, haven't had one of these in a while. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so it kind of brings you back to like. The, the only other thing I would say back to the like swearing, not swearing. This is when I would not do it. So if I am in a place where I know it's not welcome or it's inappropriate, if I'm in court or if I'm at an elementary school or if I'm at my family's church, I'm not going to do that because it's like, this is not what we do here. This is not expected. It's a place to be respectful. And I will respect other people's rules. My mom's house, she's like, you know, she doesn't like me to swear. And if I'm at her house, I try not to. Most of the time I don't because she's like, this is my house. This is what I prefer. These are my rules. I'm like, cool. It's your house, your rules. That's fine. Um, outside of their house, I'm talking to her on the phone. I'll swear sometimes. She can say what she wants. But I'm like, yo, I don't know. This is how I talk. Now, and, and same thing, like <laughs> advice, spend the night at her house and Jeff's there. Like we sleep in separate beds because that's what she like those are her rules. This is her 
beliefs, that's fine. But this is what happens. What's interesting is when it comes to us, it's like, we're on our platform. We're in our house. These are our rules. So you don't have to push your, like, why are you pushing your rules on us? If you're that would be like you going into your mom's house and being like, Hey, I know this is your house, but I'm living here right yeah. now. So you need to swear. <laughs> totally. That's exactly what it's like. So, yeah. So I'm like, I'm fine with not swearing when in places where it's in a, it's not appropriate or I have respect for the rules. I understand rules and I understand how certain things. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to go to a job interview and be swearing at the person interviewing me. Like I understand what the rules are or the unspoken rules, but when it comes to personal brand and my own content and what I'm posting online, that's me. So it's just like, this is my house. These are my rules. <laughs> you can follow your rules in my house. Like if you come over and, uh, you don't want to swear in my house, fine. I'm, I don't care. That's on you. I'm not going to make you, I'm not going to force a drink in your hand or make you do anything you want to, but I'll, and I'll show you the same respect. I go to your house. I won't do, I'll do whatever you ask, but ultimately you have to question yourself. Like, why are you pushing your beliefs, agenda rules on someone else when you're actually invited, you know, you're you're invited to their place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's such a good point. And I, you know, I guess I think at the end of the day, the reason why sometimes this conversation even gets, is triggering for me is because of that, you know, like I took the Enneagram thing like last that I don't know if you guys are taking that Enneagram quiz I took it for the first time last week and I'm an eight and it says like the number one fear of an eight is you don't want anyone telling you what to do or like how to do it or like have any take away any of your autonomy yeah so I think that's why it's triggering to me and the second piece of that I think is the underlying kind of self-righteousness that everyone's supposed to do things a certain way and that's just not not only with cussing obviously but I don't love the idea that like, this is the way you need to do it to be right. Yep. And it's like, okay, but is it right? Yeah. Or it's not wrong. It's not right. It's yep. not yet good. It's not bad. It just is. Yep. And yeah. I think that's why it's <clears throat> for me. That was my thing on being successful. Like you can't be a speaker, a successful speaker and cuss. And I was like, thank goodness there are multiple examples of people that are. And then I'm like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Tony Robbins. God, that guy's curse like a sailor cussing constantly. <laughs> Anyway. Well, this is a good one, a good little, uh, good little side episode. And I can't believe you haven't done this episode before. This seems like so obvious. I know I, sh- I should have, maybe I do have an old folder. I, I thought I had a folder of like responses from my sweaty Betty stuff on people like getting upset about the swearing. I should have, when you pulled those comments out, I'm like, Ooh, I think I have a folder of those, but I'll have to look later. Anyway, love it. it's fun. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, we don't think you have to agree with us and you might say y'all are effing wrong. And you could just say effing and freaking, you're freaking wrong. And you can use other words and I'll listen to you. Maybe I'll try your way, but, uh, please (laughs) subscribe (laughs) and, uh, we love your feedback. So thanks for listening and, uh, keeping us out of your kid's car or car keeping us out of your kids. I don't know. Kids ears in your car. (laughs) Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah.